Axis Mundi. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Welcome to Charismatic Revival Fury, the New Apostolic Reformation, a special series by Straight White American Jesus, created and written by Dr. Matthew Taylor and produced by me, Bradley Onishi. Our sound engineer is Scott Okamoto. If you enjoy the series, please think about giving us a review on Apple Podcast, hitting subscribe in your podcast player, and checking out all that we do at Straight White American Jesus on our website and on our Patreon. Thanks for being here. Here's the show. But I want to remind you that the New Apostolic Reformation is the most radical change in the way of doing church since the Protestant Reformation. Well, that's what we're springing off into the 21st century. And Jehu's going to rise up, and we're going to rule and reign through President Trump, and under the worship of Jesus Christ, riots and revival actually erupt together. Why shouldn't we be the ones leading the way in all spheres of society? There's this deluge of revival coming. There's a rushing mighty wind on steroids. I I said many years ago that we would even come to a place of civil war if this continues. Okay, so I think we have a pretty good idea, Matt, of this strategic spiritual warfare motif that pervades the New Apostolic Reformation and certain parts of independent charismatic Christianity. The question now is, how does that come into play within the Trump administration? How does that play out uh, in Trump's orbit and among people who are uh, in the White House? Trump came into office with a special aura from these charismatic folks' perspectives. There are miscellaneous prophecies about him, some going back to as early as 2008, and he'd really cultivated a closeness to the independent charismatics throughout the 2016 campaign. Trump's pastor and religious advisor was Paula White Kane, who is herself an independent charismatic pastor. As a sidebar, she's even called herself an apostle, and some analysts have said that Paula White Kane is part of the NAR. But as far as I can tell, she doesn't have any connection to Peter Wagner. There are a lot of people who call themselves apostles today. And I think it's overblown to say they're all part of the New Apostolic Reformation, which was Peter Wagner's terminology and paradigm. But through Paula White Kane, these New Apostolic Reformation leaders and the whole independent charismatic world felt a special kinship and closeness with Trump. Lance Wallnow, who we spent a lot of time with in the last episode, was one of the speakers at the Jericho March in December 2020. What he said there was fascinating. He tells a story of how the limousine that a friend had rented for Lance and his wife to attend Trump's inauguration in January 2017 was set on fire by anti-Trump protesters. As far as I can tell, this actually did happen. And then he broadens it out. All right. I knew then 
that this was going to be a spiritual warfare presidency. I also knew that people like you were going to come out of the, uh, the let's say, the, um, the shadows. We were going to come out of, I won't say hiding, because we were never hiding. We just weren't as engaged as we've become since Donald Trump became president. And I believe it's important right now. I'm from Embedded in Walnow's Jericho March comments are two keen insights into the relationship between Donald Trump and the independent charismatics, to whom Walnow is implicitly speaking at the Jericho March. First, these independent charismatic networks, particularly the spiritual warfare and prayer networks that were unnoticed and in the shadows prior to the Trump administration, became visible and engaged in an unprecedented way during the Trump administration. Second, this mobilization of independent charismatics was largely framed in terms of spiritual warfare. The period from January 2017 to January 2021 was seen as, to borrow Walnow's phrase, a spiritual warfare presidency. The upshot of this is that Trump was both seen as a president with a special prophetic destiny and also a president who was especially in need of this strategic spiritual warfare mobilization. The politically convenient and frankly deeply anti-democratic thing about Peter Wagner and Lance Walnow and Cindy Jacobs' strategic spiritual warfare framework is that it creates a very simple Manichaean world. There is good and there is evil. And we know we're on the side of good. So anyone who opposes us must, de facto, be evil and guided by demons. So these folks love Trump, and they also see that he's unpopular, and that his policy ideas are opposed by most Americans. So, of course, this means we just need more spiritual warfare. When you dig into it a little bit, you see a really fascinating bilateral and mutually beneficial hand-in-glove partnership between the Trump administration and these new apostolic reformation leaders' circles and strategic prayer networks over the course of the four years of the Trump presidency. Let me offer three examples. First, there's a group of apostles and prophets who, in January 2017, a couple weeks before Lance Walnow's limo is set on fire during Trump's inauguration, start an initiative called POTUS Shield. POTUS, P-O-T-U-S, is short for President of the United States, and a new network of prophets, pastors, and other Christians has formed to create what they're calling POTUS Shield, to put a shield of prayer around the new president and the government. They came together in Washington to discern, then declare and decree, the strategies of God for America. First, all together in a huge gathering at the National Press Club, and then in discrete small groups outside places like the Supreme Court. POTUS Shield participants aren't gathering just to gather. They mean to create a serious prophetic and prayer shield over the parts of government like the White House, Congress, and the Supreme Court. And they mean to be serious spiritual partners to the secular government. And if you look at his cabinet, if you look at his advisors, so many Christians, he has surrounded himself with godly counsel. And the Bible says that blessed are those who do not stand in the counsel of the ungodly. Over and over again, the prophetic voices in POTUS Shield mention that God has given the country a time of reprieve. And the Christians in this time must realize how important they are and that their words and deeds can affect the destiny of their nation. Paul Strand, CBN News, reporting from the Supreme Court. To be sure, not all the leaders who were involved with POTUS Shield were part of Wagner's networks, but many were. Becca Greenwood, Cindy Jacobs, Lance Walnow, Dutch Sheets, 
Lou Engel. They all get tied into this POTUS Shield group in their meetings. And this group met several times in Washington, D.C. throughout the early Trump presidency to do strategic spiritual warfare. What captures my attention with this whole POTUS Shield initiative is, if you think back to what Peter Wagner was imagining after 9-11, with apostles and prophets battling in the spiritual realm, the way the Bush administration and the American military operated in the natural realm, well, with POTUS Shield, that idea is right out in the open and even solicitously positioned in alignment and proximity with the Trump White House. And through Paula White Kane and the members of Trump's Evangelical Advisory Councils who participate in POTUS Shield, these networks of strategic warfare had access directly into the Trump administration in a way that Peter Wagner could have only have dreamed of in his post-9-11 memo. Second, and relatedly, I found evidence that throughout the Trump administration, the White House was feeding special prayer requests and instigating gatherings of these same NAR strategic prayer networks and independent charismatic mobilization groups. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard. I promise. Thank mm-hmm. you.